0: Welcome out there to another awesome episode of The Album Argument, a podcast where two dudes get together, exchange albums, and we critique the best and worst songs. I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to have you with us today on this cold Georgia day actually. Yeah, it's kind of kind of chilly out it's
1: there. It's very October happy. Happy
0: fall, y'all. Happy fall, y'all. All right.
1: Uh, maybe some pumpkin spice could be in your coffee. No. Not here as you've if you've been following these episodes,
0: Ryan is I, I not don't, a fan. I don't understand your fascination with pumpkin spice. It, it just needs to die. It's just something I don't know. It's it's.
1: But anyways, but yeah, we
0: we just have straight up warm hot coffee. It's hot not coffee. warm. It's just hot coffee, right?
1: Yep. Um, so hopefully you're you've got your favorite beverage of choice with you as you listen to this. Or oh, yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe you want some tea. Some tea. Some tea as you some drink tea. Right. So uh, this album that we're doing might. Maybe yeah. you, don't, you don't. You don't fancy some coffee. If you you're fancy listening some tea. to this band, you might be listening, you know, drinking tea. I don't know. Maybe. So anyways, you want to give the, yeah. the audience who we're going
0: to listen to? Yeah. Uh, welcome to London Calling by The Clash. The Clash. The Clash. Nice. The Clash at Demon Head. No, just The Clash.
1: Just a clash, and and, and is this your choice? This was your choice. This was to me, my right? choice. Yes. Yeah. So you gave but me this, this was, album.
0: This was actually requested uh, through our Facebook page, which Ooh. is really awesome. Uh, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, I've been trying to uh, interact with more people on there, and this comes from Nick Par- Porcaro. Nick Porcaro. I hope, dude. I hope I'm saying your name right. And if I'm not i i'm sorry we'll just stick with nick then
1: hi nick thanks hey, nick. nick thanks, thanks for nick. the suggestion request nick
0: yeah it's it's a really it's a really interesting suggestion really good suggestion and it's funny because you would think that in in my youth of growing up and being a very big punk enthusiast that i would have been a huge clash fan growing up and i and i wasn't uh, I, I listened to a few things i liked a few songs um my my favorite clash song is actually uh, a White Man in Hammersmith's Palace and I'm probably Palace Palace A or whatever. I'm saying then the title wrong. I, I already know I am. I, it's off the top of my head, but um I, I listened to the clash a lot in uh, I worked at a Mama Pop pizza shop and it played quite a bit in there, uh different albums. And you know, uh I, I for some reason, I guess I just put it on the back burner and I never really got into them. So when I saw this comment come up, like, Hey, y'all should do London calling. I was like, we really should, we should totally do this. And I'm glad we did. Um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we did. But before, before we get into any other information about it, I do want to take a quick moment to pause and say, and say a a quick, thank you really quickly. Uh, not only to Nick for the comments and other people that have made comments, but I want to thank your wife. I want to thank Jay's oh, wife yes. in here Me really too. quick. Um, for those of y'all who listen to us, if you don't know, or I, I believe I mentioned it before, but maybe not, uh, we are in Jay's studio in his basement, and it is a beautiful studio. And Jay's wife takes their kids, and and they go and do stuff while we record, and I really appreciate it. Uh, Jay's wife's name is Morgan. Morgan, if you're listening, thank you so much. You, you have been so wonderful and helpful to us, and please know that it is greatly appreciated.
1: Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, the love of my life, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, otherwise we'd have a whole bunch of random kids screaming and odd totally. sounds in the background, and we, we try to make this as good, clear-sounding exactly. as possible. So yeah, thank you, Morgan. And um, maybe one day we'll have Morgan or the kids
0: on yeah, that would be great actually. Yeah. Uh, I would say I would like to thank my wife, but it's more of a blessing to her that I leave the house. So she's <laughs> like, no, I thank y'all. You know. <laughs> thank you, Michelle, for uh letting Ryan come
1: out and uh or you know, giving your blessing to for him to come out. So.
0: it's good times. Yeah. All right, back to London calling. Thank you to our listeners. Hopefully you didn't fast forward through that, but <laughs> uh London calling. Uh, surprisingly enough, I I found this to be interesting, was actually released as a double album, uh, in the United States back in January of 1980. It was released in, uh, I believe in Europe a month before in 79. So it's like, is it a seventies record? Is it an eighties record? I I saw
1: 79. And so, yeah, that's an interesting point.
0: It it was recorded in the seventies. It was basically recorded by the band, which consists of Joe Strummer, Mick Jones, Paul Simonon and Topper Heaton. If I'm, hopefully I'm saying their names right. Yes. Oh, sweet. I will take that. (laughs) Um, It was recorded by them in the late 70s, uh, in 1979, after apparently a year-long writer's block drought from both Strummer and Mick. Strummer and Jones, I guess. But they released a double album, and that's, I mean, you want to talk punk enthusiasts and stuff and that's very rare yeah that's totally rare but it's also kind of interesting because this album takes a shift from the the punk rock sound that the clash had on their first two records and they moved more into rock and roll rockabilly reggae still with that punk enthusiasm behind it and definitely the punk vocals So I I guess that's why a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, I mean like millions of people, because this album has sold millions of copies, uh, but millions of people and tons of publications rate this to be like one of the best records of all time. It's received unanimous perfect scores on so many different levels. I'm going to be the first one to say, I know usually we we hand it over to you to talk on something, but I'll be the first one to say that I think a lot of those scores are a little bit overrated that's just me. However, there are plenty of great things that come from this record and a lot of influences that people took from this record, which is totally awesome. This album was actually recorded and produced by Guy Stevens. And again, as I said, they moved away from that, that initial punk sound, which is, you know, I think is kind of cool. You branch out there, show what else you're interested in. Yeah. It was released again, as I said, as a double vinyl. However, when you find it now on streaming services, they just combine everything together. If you have the CD, like like I do, it's just one CD, 19 tracks long, uh, and the cover is basically kind of like an homage to Elvis Presley. Uh, if you look at Elvis's first record and the way that the words, you know, Elvis and Presley were done on there, the Clash did the same thing, kind of, kind of like a, a little, a little nod to him in there. And again, it also touches on other subjects, many different social and political subjects. And I don't know. Overall, I think it's really interesting. I think that. There's a few songs that could have been left off of this record, but overall, I think it's a solid album. Um, Again, so many people said it was unanimously perfect. I think it's more of a three stars out of five stars record, but I want to turn it over to you, Jay. What is? Uh, what do you think of this album? What? What? You know, have you ever heard this record before? Were you ever a Clash fan? Because if I think back to our history growing up, I don't think we ever talked about the Clash. Yeah,
1: correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember ever talking about the Clash. I remember similar to what the Dismemberment Plan a few weeks ago. Yeah, you mentioned how you've seen T-shirts. Oh yeah. So you know, I've seen the Clash shirts and people talk about the Clash. You know this album cover it's kind of iconic just very iconic you, you see it around
0: but no i've never listened to it and um the the bass that is broken on the album cover i believe is in the rock and roll hall of fame oh. if, if i'm not mistaken That's cool. I, I could very much be wrong about that but yeah i believe it's there
1: so yeah I, I, i've never heard this album before to be honest i think i've heard the ended first song and last song Yep. Like the rest of the world has heard over and over and over and over.
0: And the last song would be Train in Vain. Train in
1: Vain, and then the first one is the title London track. London Calling. But
0: here's a fun fact about Train in Vain is when it was released in the United States initially, they forgot to put it on the pressing. Like, So the song's on the album, but on the booklet and on the back of it, they forgot to actually label it on there. Wow. So they had to put a sticker on the on the albums released in the U.S. saying, hey, by the way, Train in Vain is on this record. <laughs> That would not happen today. I no, it think, would not. I don't
1: think. Maybe. Yeah, I doubt it would happen well, today. Especially
0: because that ended up being like a very popular song. Yeah. You definitely want to make sure it shows up on yeah, the book. <laughs> definitely.
1: So yeah, I've I've seen shirts going back to what I was saying, that it's I've seen shirts, heard of the clash. I don't know. I it's 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 interesting to consider this as punk now. Yeah. So maybe during the time it was punk. It is punk,
0: whatever. I I would say it's not punk now.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like listening, uh, it's so I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of somebody hearing it in 1979, 1980. Yeah. Versus now, and just from my background, not as much punk and reggae and things like that. I like all the influence, but just cut to the chase. It's not an album for me that I'll probably go back and listen to a lot. And that's fine. But I will say that the album grew on me. So it was something that I had to honestly force myself to listen to.
0: Uh, Yeah. And there are moments on this record where I I had to do the same. So, which is why I said earlier, I feel like, I feel like a lot of songs could have been left off and it would have been fine.
1: Yeah. Before I almost, I wanted to jump in. You said a few songs ago, just a few. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, 19 songs, albums are around eight to 10 for a reason sometimes. And maybe it could have been trimmed down. Um, so sorry, Nick, if you're in love with this album or you just wanted our take that, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's, I know. So going back to maybe the scores of others and, uh, maybe, uh, to not say too much, but we're going to talk about an album next week by a different band. Yes, we are. And we'll come get to that in a little bit. I think this is maybe one of the more, most influential albums, maybe not necessarily the best, like you said, best, but maybe more influence because I can see This is influencing the sound of alternative rock and oh, yeah, oh, yeah, reggae rock, and you know, anybody from like No Doubt to Arcade Fire that I'll go and say we're doing next week to Ah, a lot of the indie bands of the 2000s and even today. I hear the clash, right? So yeah,
0: I think you know again, uh, punk back then is definitely not what we would consider punk now, uh, and so to me, I would label this more as a rock and roll record, you know, with all the different influences that are on there, with still some of that punk mentality behind it. You can hear it in the voices, you can hear it in the messages. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah,
1: so message exactly. So it's very punk. So and uh, if if I tried to not look into it too much, but I I had to a little bit. They're not all their songs, correct?
0: Um. No, I think there's only one. Was it is one or like two? A, there's a cover there's a co- or two. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's some covers that, you know, some of the sounds you're like, okay, where well, they're going in this direction, they're going that that direction. But then I, I thought I saw something where they, or at least they had different writers or something, or maybe they were covers that that helped explain it. But when you just listen to it, you go, this is an interesting mix.
0: Yes. And they were heavily influenced by a lot. Of, well, I, I will say a lot of American artists uh, from very wide range of genres. Uh, again, from like New Orleans blues to to just reggae influence. So, I mean, it's they touch on so many different things on this record.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of, you know, somebody listening in 1979 or 80. And you're probably going, wow, what is this? This is something that I haven't heard of. And this was there. They were a few albums in. Right. So people had heard the clash. Yeah, this already. is
0: album number three for them.
1: Yeah. So you're going, OK. And maybe the other clash might have been a little bit more. Usual, typical punk, mm-hmm. maybe, and then this, and yeah, like you said, it's a bridge. So I think uh, cool things. So again, I'm, I don't know if I listen to a lot of it again. There's some songs that I might listen to. It's just not an album for me. I will not be purchasing it. Um, but I, I think it's a cool bridge from 70s to 80s, right? There's some songs like Lost in the Supermarket and, and even like Spanish Bombs and some other songs in here that you're like, oh, okay, that kind of sounds... More '80s sounding, right? They kind of yes. have the chorus guitars, yes. and um it's almost like a bridge of like it starts to sound like the replacements. Like I started listening to them Ooh. more, and I haven't got into them enough That's to give a good you an connection. Album, yeah. But some of the voices on here, Mick and Joe, they start to sound like not they sound like, but Paul Westerberg starts to. Yeah, I hear the influence again. Oh, going yeah. back to the influence, I'm like okay, then the next step is the replacements, right? Um so I, I like those songs on this album They kind of have the more rock, not as much reggae. I mean some of the pop elements oh, that See, I, I like, like the that reggae, one. man. So like,
0: oh, I, I love mean, that syncopation. I love you know the 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 weird beats and stuff. It's cool.
1: Yeah, so what and and I'm I'm not against the reggae part. So when gotcha. I found how I can listen to this album, the last thing that I'll say, I guess before getting to the the best and worst, I think this album works for going back to what we said a few episodes ago like um, record store music playing yeah in the background oh yeah and i hate to say this to all the clash fans but this is a background music playing album
0: for me but see as i said before you know i heard i know i've heard this record many a times like playing in that mom and pop pizza shop it was enjoyable it was good to have on. It wasn't it wasn't something that took my attention away from stuff like oh, hold on guys, I have to I have to sing the chorus to this yeah, really so quick before I can take your order.
1: Like passive listening. Like I think it works like I and maybe the messages, you'll say, No, it has to be active. You'll miss the message, whatever. But I think it works for passive listening, right? Yeah, just I would agree. over like I was doing some I think making something for the, the studio cleanup something and I had it on and then I was like, Oh, I kinda like this. And then in that yep situation, the reggae stuff fit and it, it had a lot of Breaking points. Oh, it went this way. It went that way. So I think it works that way.
0: And that's one of the things I do like about it is they don't, it doesn't stay in an order. It's, it is like, you literally listen to this album. It's one genre, this one genre, that then the next song is this genre. And then the next song is that. And then it might go back to another genre, but like, they're not all condensed together. Yeah, so it could
1: have still been maybe a couple of different albums. It really, it really been. like if there have been two albums, and that's the punk attitude. They're not caring for you know fame and commercial things Correct. like that. So they're like, screw you. We're just going to do it this way. Yeah. So that's cool. That's that's punk. Nineteen songs could have been trimmed down, whatever. So sorry to start out negative, saying I'm not going to own this, things like that. But I do find things that I do like. That I can see why others do like it, and again, the influence. Yeah, but again, it's not some album that I need to put on to hear that, to sing along, except for a couple of songs.
0: And I do want to point out that on certain punk records that have like 19 songs on them, they are like, there's a handful of songs that are a minute long or 47 seconds long or something like that, or a minute and a half and punk will go really fast. And so you can have 19 songs on an album and it's still be in 30 minutes time. This was not the case. Like these songs were two and a half, three and a half four minutes long you know so that that's where when we say in my opinion when we say there's too many and it could have been cut down it's because these there weren't those traditional like really short punk songs that are on this record
1: yeah yeah that's a good point so to kind of get into the music so london calling starts it off great it's a great song great song uh other highlights i thought was uh i already mentioned spanish bombs i think clampdown was a single Mm -hmm. i hear that every once in a while so that's a pretty cool song uh, one that surprised me, maybe I've heard it, Death or Glory. That's it's a pretty a cool song. song. That's, I like that. That's one. maybe outside of the, the book ended, the hits at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. Death or Glory. Yeah, it's an or. Death or Glory. Just want to make sure I'm saying it right. I think that's the one that has been stuck in my mind the most. Like that's really? a chorus that you can sing yeah. Death or Glory. I, yeah. I don't know if it's the best. Um, but it's let's say uh, honorable mention. Just, I,
0: I have it on my list as like one of the better songs. It's
1: really cool. It's yeah. got a, a cool, you know, interesting message and things like that. Yeah. But Death or Glory. That's that's the one that stood out. Sorry, out of all of them, really. Other ones nice. that I haven't really heard. Nice. And I hear that influence of other songs, other bands. It's definitely influenced.
0: Should we hear a little s-
1: yeah, snippet see, of that? Yeah. yeah Death or Glory. So again, not a my honorable pick, mention. Honorable mention, um, because it's pretty cool.
0: I love it. Yeah, it's a good that, song. That's the
1: sing-along chorus. Like if oh, you yeah. want a song on this album... I mean, there's a couple other other ones, but uh, that's my favorite that I would say. That's the one that stood with me that I started singing. Right off the bat, I would say. Uh, that's that's a standout. So, that's awesome. Um, and then also the end of the album, I'm Not Down, Revolution Rock, Train in Vain. I almost felt like the album kind of started in the second half. Really, I almost feel like it's a little stronger. I don't know. I felt oh, like see, I, I would argue that I was, I was skipping less the second half. There.
0: See, I found the first half to be more enjoyable. Interesting. So,
1: yeah, uh, but I'll just go ahead and say, I've got to go for it. Uh, I think the best song that I don't, I can't think of anything that sounds quite like it off the top of my head. I kind of found, refound this song recently. And so I'm just going to go with the last song as the best song train in vain or parentheses stand by me. So I know it said Death or Glory is the one that sticks with you, but of course this one also does.
0: Oh yeah. This song, this song is a, it's not only is it a classic, it's just, it's a great song.
1: It's simple, but it, it has its own sound. Like this is the clash in a way, like yeah. maybe it's kind of the eighties clash that is to come. Yeah. Rock the Casball type sound that, um, yeah, I, I just think that I can't think of another song that sounds like this. It sounds like it's influencing direct influence to all of the 80s oh yeah rock no, I say. would have
0: fully agree with you there so
1: train in vain interesting title right so kind of read into it I guess they didn't want to call it stand yeah. by me and so train in vain it's cool too because when you look it up uh when I was playing in this dad band recently you know they said oh let's play train in vain I was like what <laughs> so I was one of those and then they go you know stand by me oh yeah. okay yeah yeah so it's a cool unique title in terms of alternative rock punk rock type ideas it's not in the title which is alternative rock of yeah. the 90s right um, so I think that's my favorite, um, Very good. I like that choice. Yeah, it's just strong. So I would say that, and then death or glory. And then the one, it was hard to actually find one that just was the worst. Yeah.
0: I had that issue as
1: well. So as much as I've said, it's not for me, you know, they're all just, they're, 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 okay. Good. they're good, okay. They're good. Okay. And it's there. It's, it's a weird album to pick a, a worse song.
0: Yeah, and that's why I said like it's it is interesting cuz you know so many people rate this as like a such an in great record and I'm like it's good. It's it's a good solid album. It's hard to pick something that I don't necessarily like, but it's also hard to pick something that like wow, this is absolutely amazing and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, cuz we say that with other albums that are really good and it's it, it's obvious. It's it's you know, it's hard to pick a worse song because yeah it's like your children, right? Which one's the bad kid? And you're like, all of them are bad. No, (laughs) no, no, all of them are great. Right. So anyways, um, so I had to go with one that, as I mentioned the eighties, it has a tie to the eighties that it's part of the eighties that I just don't like as much. And it's kind of the, the guitar sound. I just had to go for it and it's the singing. So I believe Mick sings this and uh, from what I was looking into. And so maybe it's his vocals. I think it's not a good, strong vocal delivery. I think it's got too much of the 80s guitar that is to come. And that's right, almost in the middle of the album, number eight, Lost in the Supermarket, is my pick for the worst. I mean lost in the supermarket uh, the also the lyrics I don't know it, it may be they're cool it's like a, a metaphor things like that but I don't know it just doesn't do it for me and then that sound at the beginning and the, the, the hiats come in and then it's the not the best vocal delivery it's it's uh it's kind of like elevator music
0: yeah. Yes, it is. elevator music, and I it just this one should not have been on the album. This I okay, so I'm just gonna just gonna say it. I 100 agree with you. Oh, I cannot stand this song. I think out, out of Clash being su- such a punk band, this is the most unpunk song that yep. they could have ever written. And I'm not even gonna. And the people that are out there that that know the Clash, you're gonna understand when I say this. I don't count the very last record that the Clash did as a Clash record because it. They know what I'm talking about. This song, aside from that record that I'm mentioning, this song is got to be the worst song that they've ever written and recorded. Like, why? This is so not even punk. I'm lost in the supermarket. I know that there's a message behind it. There's a message in the lyrics. I know they are because I looked it up, but I'm like, no, no, this is, this is awful. This is such a bad song. Like
1: New Order could have done it with slightly different guitar and the different vocal delivery. And it might have been okay. It might have been okay. But just not for the Clash.
0: No. I mean, wow. This is. Mm,
1: so nope, we agree. Nope, so nope. Out of, Wait. So out of 19 songs, <laughs> we agree. This is amazing. <laughs> I didn't think we would agree with that this. That is kind of wild, uh, isn't it? It's. It's crazy. So no, so thanks, Nick. And I I hope I didn't, you know, break your heart or anything, but uh, it's a good, I'm glad you gave it to us because again, I've never listened to The Clash as much as I feel it's influenced everything, everybody that, who I do listen yeah. to. So yeah, for those out there that are, you know, that have listened to music for a while, if you've never gone back and listened to the influences of your influences, it's great. So that's how yeah. I got into New Order and uh-huh. these bands and, you know, we get into uh, the 60s and 70s bands, but the bands that influence the 90s rock maybe that we listen to. So yeah. I definitely hear this. And for some reason, I never got into them. I think I kind of still know why, because it's still just not for me. But yeah, and that's fine. I do have some songs. So thank you, Nick. And thank you for Ryan for sharing. Oh,
0: no, so. that's great. So first off, again, thank you to Nick. Nick, uh, uh, I really appreciate this. Again, I did buy this record for you know this purpose, and I'm glad I did, because overall, I think it's a good record. Um, there are definitely a good handful of songs that will be put on playlists that I will go back to and listen to. Will I spin this record in its entirety? Uh, maybe not for a while, but there, again, these songs that I have are very good. Like, okay. So London Colin, as we talked about before, awesome classic. I love the line about Beatlemania. Cause that's how I feel like, and I'm glad that they agree with me on that. Uh, brand new Cadillac. That's not my style of music at all, but right. I love it. Like I don't, I don't like songs about cars, really, to be honest. But I love this song. I think it's awesome. It would be one of my honorable mentions. Uh, I actually enjoy Coca Cola as well. Spanish Bombs. I, just, that's a cool song. I thought
1: that has like Christmas vibes almost. Like it the, does, like with the
0: bells. Yeah, and
1: it's got. It's just something. There's a few songs on this album that it's kind of more very big wall of sound. Yes. for punk, yeah. it's really cool.
0: I really enjoy it, and I love the Spanish words that they throw in as well, even though I don't speak the Spanish very well. You know, Me Amo Los Guapo" is probably all I know. Um, and, and Train in Vain, awesome song. Death or Glory, great song. But I have to say, my favorite out of all this was Rudy Can't Fail. So I fought the law and the law won, right? Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. Uh, This is again, well, this it's funny because the song that we picked to be the worst was a mix song and Rudy Can't Fail is a mix song. So I I love it. I think they uh the the mixed vocals of Joe and Mick there are great. Yeah. Um I, I just love it. I love the beat, I love the tempo, I love the influence that they have on it. You mentioned before, no doubt, probably taking major influences. This is a song that I believe that they would have covered in their early years. Yeah. Like I could totally see that. Um this is I mean Nick in, in everybody out there that's a Clash fan this is the reason why I'm thankful that, you know, we listen to the people that comment on our stuff and we, we try new albums because yep. I love this song. Like I, I, there are so many songs on this that I've really enjoyed and I'm so glad that I have now, this song is like on, is on my list now. I love this song and it's a cool little song about a guy not taking responsibility for things, kind of being not a joker, but somebody who's like living life, but you know, not really being responsible. It's just cool. I dig it. It's a nice groove. I love it. It's a great song and I'm happy that I've heard it.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's. It's, uh, again, going back to the influences and how you, how you hear a little bit of this
0: and other things that, uh, it's cool. But again, most of the songs that I've enjoyed are, came from the, 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 the first end of the album. Interesting. And I think that's funny how you and I kind of are split on that. You know, I'm more first half, you're more second half. It makes sense though. Um, yeah. So overall, I'm glad I heard it. I'm glad I own it now. Uh, I, I definitely would encourage other people if you're like us and have never really listened to it fully to go and try it. Yeah,
1: or, I think it's a good like working in the garage, um, put on an album, get you going. I mean, yeah, most totally. of the songs are upbeat. It it's uh, it's maybe not my like driving album.
0: No, I, I would but, agree.
1: But I think doing something in the house or just need to put music on. Maybe it's like a party or something. Totally. Oh I, yeah. I think again the passive listening of this album. I think
0: works. Oh, yes. Yes. You're 100% correct on that. So, again, if if you've and, never heard this record before. Oh, go ahead. Sorry,
1: just to jump in. And that's, that's a compliment. That might sound like a, uh, a, a let's say, a diss at the album, but that's a compliment.
0: No, and, and I fully 100% agree with you. I kind of feel the same. Like uh, Okay, so a record that we talked about a couple episodes ago, The Civil Wars you know, I, I found that when I was doing stuff and listening to it, that's when I was like really starting to connect to it. Uh, so no, I totally get what you're saying. And I, I don't see that as a diss at all. Hopefully our listeners, you know, agree, you know, but if you have not listened to any clash before, please go and do so go buy all their albums, uh, listen to all their songs, even buy the solo projects that, uh, Mick and Joe did. And, um, yeah, just, just support the clash, even though, well, Joe passed away years ago, but still support The Clash. Yeah,
1: sure. So uh, we've got uh, all of our past episodes again on the albumargument.com. We've got a link to the uh, Spotify playlist here in the podcast notes here yep. that you're listening to this episode and through our website. Uh, you can see old pictures of us. We were looking through some old pictures before, earlier, right? And we are like, oh, <laughs> look how we used to look. So you can kind of see. Uh, I was so skinny uh, then. Uh, 20 years ago view and a uh, present, somewhat present view. I guess it's about it. Yeah, about nine months old. Our picture. oh yeah. So, but anyway, so maybe we need some new pictures. Maybe but anyways, we need to do a new one. Yeah. So um, I'm still
0: bald and I'm still fat.
1: <laughs> you look great. Thank Whatever. You. Thank you look great. So, uh, and follow us on socials and share it with everybody. And uh, yep. yeah, let us let us know if there's any other albums we should check out coming up. Totally.
0: Let us know on the Facebook. Uh, that's that's generally where I've been communicating with the most people again we can't promise that we'll cover every album that is suggested to us but we i've been trying really hard to put put a list together and and find and pick those those things so uh we also have another album that's coming up uh that that i gave you that is also a user picked album and so that's coming up in two weeks
1: yeah in two weeks and so if you want to get ready for next week i kind of alluded to it before i think a direct influence from this album oh totally should be 2010s the Suburbs by Arcade Fire, hundred percent. I wanted to mention a few things, and I had to catch myself. Sorry, that's why for the no, pause. That's fine. But I wanted to say some things. But I'll just wait and hold that for next week. That's good. A little radio podcast tease. So please go <laughs> listen to that, which has tons of songs as well. So uh, again, a, a direct influence from this Thanks. album by the Clash.
0: So thank you to everybody out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Again, you can find us on all uh, podcast platforms out there. Uh, share us with your friends, and of course, share us with Grandma. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out.